Hey, welcome to Autonomous Unity on the Solidarity with Autonomy Network. Today we are uh, on a question uh, regarding Tradition 12. How does your home group uh, practice uh, these uh, principles of anonymity with regard to all the traditions? And we are up to Tradition number six as far as uh, how the home groups practice anonymity uh, within the traditions. Uh, so, people on the line today, we're going to turn the time over to Jared for the prayer. God, as we endeavor to complete this work, we know that you are with us. We know that without your strength and inspiration, we are not, we are not capable of the task before us. We know that this work is not our work, but yours. Each of us, in our own way, humbly petition you to use us as your tools according to your will we offer ourselves to you in this way that you are a loving god and have all power in, in this work in our lives thy will be done thank you okay we'll just open the floor up it's uh, the question is how does your home group practice uh, the principle of anonymity with regard to tradition six Again, this is the Tradition 12 podcast. In most court parts, the floor is open. Anybody there wants to go first? <laughs> I'm back still on. I'm back for the Eric. Eric. The first thing that I think of with uh, Tradition 6, you know, um, that's uh, money, property, and prestige. And uh, to avoid that and stuff, you know, the first thing that I think of is, is our literature, you know, um, making sure that we have that we have literature that we use that is not marked up for profit. Um we're also not um, we're not trying we're we're making sure that people understand that service in our home group is to actually serve the group and, and that each of the positions of service you're there to serve the group and to serve our primary purpose and and not to make ourselves be something that we're not you know um uh you know those are the first couple things that I think of with this tradition and uh um you know, over the ways we avoid money, property, and prestige at our home group. You know, um, we have literature written by addicts, for addicts, no professionals involved, and, and it, we fill it. Well, we don't fill it. We give it away for free, and uh, we don't purchase any that cost that are that ever make anybody any money. You know, um, we avoid the we avoid the money issue completely, and we also don't. Uh, you know, we've talked about several of the items like uh um we we when we've gone over the traditions we've talked about how the um you know, having T shirts with our symbol on them and how a lot of these things that people like to get and stuff sometimes can actually cause issues with uh with uh actually carrying out our primary purpose not to mention breaking our anonymity and stuff um in certain ways um so that's all i got 
I'm going to read the, the sixth tradition really quickly. Um, again, we are on Tradition 12, but it's how does your home group practice the principle of anonymity with regard to Tradition 6? An AA group I never endorse. Excuse me, an NA group. I just pulled something up on the internet, <laughs> and it uh, was the wrong fellowship. An NA group I never endorse finance or lend the NA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, or prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Uh, and Eric just addressed that money, property, and prestige. Um, anybody else want to jump in? I'm going to call Kim. Hey, Kim. You can. Yeah, what's got to me, you know, when we lend our, the NA name or finance or outside enterprises, we're not practicing the anonymity in the traditions. And when we let personalities in we, and uh, money, property, and prestige take over, and that gets our, our primary purpose, basically, then we're not practicing the anonymity either. So to you know, stick stick on on our primary purpose and and to fulfill that and to not you know make profit, as Eric was into also you know to. There's a big risk for us to to get stuck in you know making money and I don't believe we can do that in in a spiritual program. Uh, that was just something that got to me. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Ken. And Chubbs, I'm an addict. Um, you know, one of the big ways I, I, th I thought this was going to come up, um, <laughs> like almost first, but uh, one of the big ways our group uh, practices the principle of anonymity with regard to Tradition 6 is uh, we, uh, as a group, don't sign uh, court cards or, or any sort of um, any sort of um, surveillance slip is, is what we usually call them. Um, but you know, we we don't you know when I first heard groups talking about endorsement and endorsing you know when we endorse checks we sign them and that you're you know, endorsing that I was thinking oh that's kind of a semantic stretch but then as uh, uh, I listened to other people and, and the group that I belong to began to practice this uh, we realized you know that endorsement um, regardless of the actual physical endorsement we and we've actually had this explained to us right had this explained to me. Uh, by my sponsor, um, you know, we, we started lending the NA name to beyond just the the actual physical endorsement of, of, of putting your name on something or putting your group's name in, and then signing it. Uh, we, we, we endorse these programs. There, there's a, we go beyond cooperation uh, as far as like, hey, we're here if you want to send people to us. And we, we in a witnesses firsthand when when we do these things we we don't just endorse these outside entities and outside programs that, that a lot of times have definitions of clean time and and goals that are incompatible with with ours as an NA home group and then with the stated definition of clean time in NA um, we actually lend our our program to these uh, governmental agencies and and outside facilities and that we become their treatment program uh, in effect and, and I've, I've seen it firsthand many times in many different places where uh, you know the court system there there a lot of their drug court program or, or various aftercare programs are this 
court card that you get signed in NA meetings, and we're providing this service to government entities. And again, we, we don't we're not compatible with their goals and aims many times. And I've, I've mentioned before where I see this situation happen where judges will actually think they can control and and set the tone of an NA home group or give court orders that we must sign court slips or we must as sponsors uh, sign off on what step people are on. <laughs> and, and it's like, well, what happened to you watch the anonymity go right out the window there. Um, and you watch the money and the property and the prestige of, of other programs play affect our program. Um, there's so much that goes on when we start signing those court cards. And, and initially when I was new, it seemed like such a good thing and such a good way to make sure we introduce people to NA, but it, it, the anonymity goes so far out the window that, that the addict coming into the room often associates uh, our name with with the with. I, I've seen actual articles written about uh, from people new to NA or people in the drug courts talking about the NA and 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 the drug court as if they were synonymous or if as if the drug courts had set up the NA program or as if the NA program. Uh, was completely interchangeable with the drug court, and they they refer to us as, you know, the drug court NA program or NA's drug court program. Um, and, and in a lot of addicts who are sent to us, and, and a lot of times even non-addicts, people who have a single violation, and and they get sent to us because we're the default method that that some of these drug courts use. Uh, they they don't know there's a difference, but but you watch all the drama play out from the drug courts, and I've mentioned before many times in other podcasts, being in an area where it, it was part of the drug court policy that uh, uh, to send them to one specific treatment center, and this treatment center, a large part of their program was sending sending these addicts into NA meetings, and and part of uh, the, uh, the the program that they were running was hey, we'll cut your time in drug court short short because we've been endowed with that authority from the drug court if, if you will tell us who's picking up white dips in meetings. And it became this thing where it, it became a source of topic in, in so-called recovery meetings uh, where about 25% of them would be meetings about who snitched on me at drug court and and I'm not coming to these meetings anymore because there's no anonymity. Uh, just that simple act of signing those court cards regardless of your definition of endorsement, uh, whether it's the physical act of signing, we do end up endorsing these other uh, outside entities. Uh, in the home group I belong to, we, we simply do not do it. And we don't tell addicts in the meeting uh, what they can and can't do after the meeting for other addicts, but we do uh, very explicitly tell them we do not want our home group name used if you choose to, to blow your own anonymity and, and participate in these surveillance programs. Um, we don't want our, our meeting name associated with that. If you want to verify that an addict was at a meeting, uh, we can't tell you not to do that, but, you know, you put down your name and your number and that they were at a meeting, but please leave our name out of it. Uh, we don't want to participate. We're not under surveillance, and, and we don't want to participate in these um, governmental programs because we, we don't endorse or oppose them. That, that's their business, and we're not here to provide um, their curricula for them. And yeah, there's there's a lot of ways I could talk about our home group practice that, but that was uh, that's a major one that I, I know a lot of traditionalist groups. And again, uh, I'm not saying the way anybody's group has to has to do that. I know a lot of traditionalist groups do not sign court cards or surveillance slips uh, for that very reason. 
um, or for other reasons too that maybe I haven't stated. But that that's one of the biggest ways our home group. Again, it's not the only way. It's one of the biggest ways that our home group uh, does, you know, applies that that principle of anonymity in the sixth tradition, and that we don't endorse finance or, or lend the NA name to any related facility or outside enterprise. Um, that's a huge one right there. And another one I'll just touch on quickly because I'm sure other people have things to say about it. We we don't participate in, in any concepts-based service structure because the the traditions uh, tell us very specifically, both ex explicitly and implicitly in the short version, that, that the uh, that the, uh, the service structure is not NA. And uh, so we do not uh, lend, we don't participate in these structures that um, take on the NA name and, and delegate to the groups and where our authority is delegated away. We, we simply don't do that. We watch the money, property, and prestige play out with the literature over and over again uh, over the years. Um, and, again, I've said in another podcast, every, every time the World Board puts out a memo about so-called illicit literature, maybe not every time, but in many circumstances, you go right down the mem memo and, and the, the things that they mention are the money that they're losing or the money that they they make on selling the literature, the intellectual property and these positions that they have been entrusted with by the fellowship, these very important positions uh, that they've been entrusted with to hold in trust and protect this literature. And, and you go right down and in that order, these memos hit on the money, the property and the prestige. So we, we, Again, that's just a couple ways that we don't. Uh, and Eric mentioned the literature very specifically, but uh, you know, there's two or three ways that we practice that principle. You probably talk for for hours any any particular home group on on the ways we do this, but uh, that's kind of the ways our our home group, the home group that I belong to. Some of the things that we do to practice this, um, I'm gonna cut off there and, and let somebody else speak on the issue. We'll have a lot of callers on the line today. Go ahead, brother. Um, just kind of the bold thing that is jumping out at me, and I heard it yesterday in a meeting, is uh, how uh, groups like DRA are uh, supposedly other A using our symbol now, and which that is destroying our primary purpose, complete abstinence of all drugs. Uh, DRA or other fellowships or other service structures isn't Narcotics Anonymous, Narcotics Anonymous, is its own service structure, believing in complete abstinence of all drugs. Uh, where that came about, I don't know, but I feel relating it to anonymity and to the home groups, the home groups have a responsibility to have H&I panels or P&I panels to inform these people, not just lend it out like uh, we can't be of service to them, because we can be of service to them without just lending out our name. We can carry a message to them to where they can be their own service structure, but if they believe in complete abstinence and is willing to give it a try, we're there for them. Uh, but that's up to the responsibilities of the home groups to how you want, inform those other groups and other treatment facilities and things like that. Because even around here, and I may be a little bit wrong and left field about saying this, but we have a meeting at a treatment facility, which I know there's people at that facility that are underneath psychotropic drugs and other drugs to where they believe that they're in NA. 
what's the responsibility of that home group to inform those people, okay, that's not complete abstinence. Uh, there is other service structures that you can feel welcome in that have 12 steps, but that is not Narcotics Anonymous. And a lot of people get construed due to of being of service with the home group. And I feel that it is up to the home group's responsibility to inform those people and to, I shouldn't say cut a fine line, but it almost has to be nowadays cut a fine line of that is not complete abstinence. Um, and that's where it says that uh, it, to lend the NA name and a lot of home groups think that they could just lend it out and that's being of service. You no, know, being of service is actually going that extra mile and doing public information, uh, doing H&I panels to properly inform people, not just take the easy way out and lend it out. So uh, I think a lot of people get this tradition construed, and I may be even getting it construed myself, but it's a, the responsibility for the home group maybe to go that extra mile to properly inform people of what our primary purpose is. And that's all I got. I was here. What is, what is DRA? That's one I haven't heard of. It is a dual diagnosis recovery group. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. So we, we have other groups out there using our, uh, the NA symbol. Wow. Correct. Yeah, I, I think what what's easy to forget and, and easy to get lost in uh, for a lot of groups is um, we're, we're not of service to – we're not trying to be of service to any other organizations. It's not our responsibility. We're, you know, we're – our service is, is uh, to carry the message to the still-suffering addict. You know, the, the 12 steps tell me uh, – you know, the 12th step tells me my, my responsibility is to carry the message – uh, to other addicts, uh, you know, the, the traditions are, are very explicit in that, uh, you know, our primary purpose is to carry this message to the still-suffering addict, and, and we're not, you know, getting to the sixth tradition, we are not. Um, there's nothing in our traditions that, that or, or any of our purpose that, that says we're of service to organizations or drug courts or anything like that. When we have used avenues over the years and and obviously a lot of these things have gotten out of hand and out of control uh it's easy for people to get confused and think that we we need to be of service to the drug courts or to other uh 12-step programs or other non-12-step programs that we're we're of we're of service to the still suffering addict we're trying to carry the message to to the, the addict who still suffers uh, and that's who we're carrying that directly to and there's no obligation on our part um, to provide services for or, or be of service to any organization or entity other than that addict. Uh, it, it's our responsibility that public information that you mentioned to, to make it known to that addict that we are here so that they can make a choice on whether they want to go to uh, you know, a DRA or a drug court program or a rational recovery or I'm not endorsing or opposing any of these things uh, so that they can make those choices of whether they want to try these other programs or come to us and, and try complete abstinence and try this this uh, program, uh, this spiritual program of recovery uh, that is not actually designed to to be for the front-end user or Everybody, it, it's, it, it, but it's guaranteed to work for for those who are at the end of their rope, who 
or who were at the beginning who are addicts who you know it's, it's guaranteed that if you live this program it will work uh but yeah we're we're simply to put our name out there and we, you know we don't need to grow our numbers we don't need to proselyte um we need to make sure that the NA name is known and, and that it's respected. And a lot of times people use that making sure we're respected as an excuse to get in bed with other agencies or making it known, and that's not what it is. The only way for us to remain respected is to stand on our principles and not compromise and not capitulate and not be of service to other entities, but only of service to that still-suffering addict within the context of the steps and especially the traditions and make sure we're not outside of that. We lose our integrity when we go outside of that, then we're of service to no one. We're no longer carrying in any message. We're no longer uh, using this effective program that, that where you can main, main, achieve and maintain complete abstinence from all drugs yeah, in an atmosphere of complete creative freedom and, and actually find happiness in your life uh, when, when we get outside these things. And it, it starts very slow and very subtle, and all of a sudden it's glaring. And I'm, I'm kind of preaching again, but... Uh, Man, you know, what you're saying really got my my wheels turning on a lot of this stuff, and uh, yeah, I, I, I'm glad you said all that stuff because it, it is a very important. And it's so easy to get off track and 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 think that we're somehow of service to these other agencies, and we're not. We're of service to addicts, and that's it. I don't know if there's anybody else on the line other than Bill who hasn't spoke up. Is there anybody here that that we're not aware of? Or anybody that would like to add to add anything? No, it's Just not I'm an addict on a bill. Go hey, ahead, Bill. Bill. Was someone else going to say something there? I was just going to say, Chubbs, you're pretty much spot on. It's just too many people are taking the easier, softer way out and drawing that fine line for other agencies to take our symbol, and it just needs to get stopped. That's all I had. Okay. I'm an addict, though. Bill. Yeah. Um, There's a whole lot that was discussed here, so I'm going to try to backtrack. Chubbs had brought up about uh, court slips and stuff. And uh, when we do that, we are putting an addict under surveillance. Uh, yeah, there is no amenity there at all once that happens. Once the group acts as a surveillance, an agent of the government, an agent of the rehabilitation. Uh, systems, we are have. There is no amenity. We're not providing an atmosphere of recovery. We're not providing amenity within that meeting. We are now putting the meeting under surveillance. You know, and we're putting whoever's coming in under surveillance. And there's no amenity there. We we have just thrown amenity out the door totally. The group is. See, this is all about the group. Okay. When it's telling the group shouldn't lend their name to any other related facility. There's other people that are going to try to take our name, okay, but as we do not endorse that behavior. It's just like we just had it on uh, a flyer put up on Radio Free uh, saying, look at this, basically, and it was MAT. And then they had, uh, you know, it, and their, their primary purpose was not for addicts to get clean, but was for, to provide an atmosphere where people in MAT could come and participate. And then they had the big NA symbol on the bottom. All right, and that's in Cincinnati, Ohio. And uh, they're endorsing that type of behavior. Once the groups endorse that, 
is where the anonymity of Narcotics Anonymous gets violated because now they're involved in endorsing outside issues and bringing that within our fellowship. And uh, they're taking sides on issues. They're uh, making their, their group into a conflict. I call it a conflict group because now you're discussing uh, outside issues within the group, and then you're bringing personalities out. Uh, and when personalities get involved, and that's what happens on these type of issues, personalities get involved. And there's no anonymity in there at that moment. You lose the anonymity and the spirituality of the group itself when that happens, when the group endorses that type of behavior. Uh, you know, uh, it's like someone asked me, well, can't we as a the Anonymous Foundation take action on that. And I said, first of all, I think, uh, you know, uh, we don't own them logos, okay? That's owned by a corporation, an outside corporation that owns that logo, okay? Uh, the second thing is the groups have not directed us to take any type of action. All right, and they would have to make that decision. And, uh, you know, we sit on our hands and do nothing to the groups direct us in that sense. But it'd be the groups that would endorse that that would create the problem. By the groups accepting that on their meeting list because someone said, uh, you know, they want to get on our meeting list. I said, well, that's not going to happen because... It's not uh, it's not narcotics anonymous, and we're not going to endorse that type of behavior. You know, uh, and our group looks at all them type of issues and says, and we we use the traditions and we look at the, you know, what are we doing? How are we affecting NA as a whole? And this is one area where you can affect NA as a whole by endorsing, and your group getting involved in things that we shouldn't be involved in, because when it says. When it starts off that tradition, and Chubb's read the tradition, it says, then a group ought never endorse finance or lend any name uh, to any related facility or outside enterprise. It says the group shall not do that, okay? It doesn't say that the outside enterprises or other things may not take our name and, and do it, okay? That's for the groups to say, no, that's not us, okay? And to separate itself from that behavior. The groups ought never do it, okay? Um, and so when our group sits down, we look at what it's actually saying, and uh, we don't bring personality into that. We remove the emotions. Uh, I mean, uh, the, the biggest thing that we, we cross the where it becomes conflicting sometimes is when when the group decides they're going to be in um, um, in a rehabilitation center, okay? All right, um, you know, uh, to to have a meeting. Our group chose if we're going to take if we're going to be in a rehabilitation center, uh, we're going to carry the meeting through an H H and I effort instead of establishing a regular meeting in there. Uh, because there, there's a conflict there. Uh, the first thing, what are we doing there? Are we carrying a meeting, or is 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 uh, are are they going to allow us to have uh, rent the space? Uh, 
to have a meeting in there? Are the outside people going to be able to come in there without having to go through all kind of uh, checkpoints and stuff to come in there? And a lot of times, I mean, there's all kind of checks, checks and stuff. You are under surveillance a lot of times when you're in a facility like that. You have to watch that that their area, you know, and uh, and you got people watching you. And are we? Is there anonymity there at that point? Are they monitoring their clients there? All right, if the clients really come there, you have to be very aware of them type of situations because you can violate a lot of anonymity at that level in in that area. You know, uh, you know, it's 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 uh, you know. Are, are they freely, any space that we rent, are they freely going to allow us to rent the space and have control of that space without being monitored while we're there, without being under any form of surveillance? Because our anonymity is that important when people walk through that door and they walk through the Narcotics Anonymous door that their anonymity needs to be protected. And we're very aware of that when we open up a meeting. Uh, that we make that clear whoever we're running from, okay, that we have no affiliation with the facility, okay, at all. It's we're just a rentor. We're renting the space for a period of time. And, uh, you know, uh, we don't try to put ourselves in situations where uh, there's other groups that be meeting there, but if them other groups, you know, because, I mean, there's some places where they got the, uh, uh, another fellowship meeting upstairs, they're meeting downstairs. Well, that's not a real issue there usually, okay, when that's happening. But if you have a business group meeting in that facility and you have people that are coming in from from that business or, in, say, in the hospital even sometimes and you have, you're dealing with medical staff and stuff that fear coming to that meeting, okay, we have to be very aware of that, you know, uh, that people's anonymity is being protected within that within that room, okay? Uh, you know, and uh, that's that's personal amenity there that we're protecting as a group. But there are, there are things we look at as a group at all times. You know, when it says, uh, you know, it has uh, with problems of money, property, and prestige diverted from our primary purpose, that's after the first part, you have that second part of this tradition. With problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. And we just went through that, okay? Uh, you know, we went through it at the conference a little bit uh, when we were having an open discussion on uh, building the stockpile of books, okay? And how we should do that. And then a person gets on the phone and uh, someone on the other end says, I'll donate the money. Okay? And we basically ended the discussion except to make sure that it was a donation and it was an NA member donating uh, to that cause, to, to, the, to the group that was handling that. Well, uh, within a couple of weeks, it, it, it turned around. It was no longer donating, but it was a loan all of a sudden. See, and we didn't finish the discussion then our, uh, because we all stopped at that conference. Uh, and I'm looking at this here issue. What what did it bring up? First of all, it uh, actually started violating some anonymity uh, 
levels here with uh, someone at the conference getting a hold of someone over in Europe and saying, hey, could you befriend this guy? He wants to send you uh, the CDs from the 12-step retreat. So could you befriend him on Facebook? And then, then all of a sudden it became, uh, we need a paper trail from the printer. You know, and then and then uh, he's also then calling me up, the same guy that's going behind the back doors and saying it's a he needs a paper trail to the printer. Also, then telling me that oh, uh, we 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 gotta uh, figure out how I'm gonna get the money transferred. Okay, well then it went from being transferred to uh, a loan all of a sudden. Well, you're not listening to me, and then it came to. Well, who in their right mind would uh, donate that much money? And I'm and I'm like, we and and it was real simple. We stopped it. We stopped the discussion when someone said, "I'll donate that much money," and said, "Hold it. Should we even allow someone to donate more than their fair share? And are we are we really disrupting a process that is going to be uh, by amenities are going to be uh, affected here?" I mean, and, and there were things that have been affected since then, okay, that uh, I've had to deal with, okay. The first issue is our group had group conscience and decided we're not going to take the loan in any form. And second of all, we're not given our we're not given the rights up uh, that we are we are printing the book, and uh, you know, uh, and if we're going to continue this here, we can continue like we've been. And that's collect the money up front and then wait until we get enough money to get the books ordered. Or we can ask other groups to donate to, to actually build the fund up. Okay. And uh and what's it doing when you do that? It alleviates the prestige, it alleviates the the getting controlled by the money issues. And uh when you alleviate prestige, because prestige is there's ego involved in that when you donate that type of money and it's not spread out and saying uh, here's how we can move forward in this area and this happens in the group if you allow one person to uh, control the group with with money okay then you got prestige and uh, you know you have issues that come up when you're dealing with these type of issues you know and uh, you have to be very aware of this here and uh, at, right after the conference ended, okay, where I'm outside of the building and one of my home group members come up and says, you think we're ever going to get that money? <laughs> I looked at him I says, what? He says, I don't trust that guy as far as I can see him. And he said, I surely couldn't see him here. So <laughs> I'm looking at the white guy says, okay. I said, I know your past experiences have been a little bit, uh, you've been very skeptical. And I said, but uh, somewhere we have to start a trust and give people the opportunity to trust and not get personalities involved here and alleviate this here and try to keep it, you know, having an Indian in all, in all areas, in all levels. But yet we had to deal with this here nightmare afterwards and, uh, you know, uh, personalities, uh, control issues, attachments. And then we started having people go on the European Fellowship Service Conference page, okay, Uh Trying to get the print uh, the print file for for which people don't realize the new baby blue and the gray book we did not put a print file out at all. The only pre uh, person that has them print files is one guy and the printer and that's it. 
we 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 actually I mean I do have the print file uh, because I worked on the book with them. I had to have it to go through the books, okay, uh, to line by line it to make sure the book was consistent and was right with the, with the original, that there was no changes to the great book, the same thing, making sure all the misspellings were there even, okay, uh, making sure all the pages matched up, all the lines were matched up as the original. And uh, we went through all that there. It took us about uh, three months Okay, the the types the, 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 to actually probably took about half a year to typeset it to go through it uh, to get it back to the printer and hit the printer to send it back to us and tell us what adjustments he needed made it. Then we made the adjustments and we did that through Skype. Okay, a Skype group. We went through the book, got it prepared. Okay, and uh, now uh, you know. Uh, people were after the file, but it's the same group of people, the same thing. When they tried, they weren't just trying to take; they were trying to take over the printing itself, and uh, in getting money, property involved in it, which is the guy's business property, where he'd have the books shipped to his own business. Okay, and uh, is what he was. That's what he went after at the end. And we had to look at that and said, we're not giving up the print files. Uh, we're not. We we're, the print files are staying with our printer, our new printer that we found, and we're not giving our new printer up either. Uh, that's an employee that we pay to use to get the books, and that's it. They do a service for us. They're not affiliated with us. They don't own the print file. The group itself uh, holds the 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 print file for that, and uh, our group and that group are the two groups that hold the print files to it. And we chose that we're not putting the print file out to protect the file, to protect the printer, and to protect everything else and not get N.A. drawn into this year battle. Uh, you know, and our group uh, said, you know, we're not going through it because we originally lost our our uh, whole system we set up a few years back and uh, where people started taking, uh, which it wasn't my fault, it was uh, a business's fault that we employed to to print a book, okay, and they would start shipping these these uh, books out with my with invoice in, from internal invoices, okay, from the printer that was supposed to go back to the to the store, but instead they sent them to to uh, the clients, okay, which all turned around with with my account numbers on it, and then people start using the account numbers of our home group instead, okay? But we're in my name. So my name get out there, our account number get out there, and then people start using that account number. And then uh, there was a red flag that came up, and, uh, you know, uh, that came back on our group, a red flag came up saying, hold it, how, how can you have so many different addresses, okay, where you're printing from now? Why is it coming out of Utah? Why is it coming out of uh, California? Why is it coming out of Oklahoma? You know, and uh, and I'm like, no, you know I don't live in all them places, okay? Well, your account numbers are being used in all these places. And then they said they're putting us on a business account and jacking up the prices of the books. Okay, so it, it, it disrupted a whole system. So how do you keep the, the, the as a group, how do we keep the the... The money out of the end of it is we don't put a profit on the book at all. It's, it's cost. 
what it costs us is what it costs other group, groups to co-op. And so every group that participates in getting books is actually a co-op and with our home group instead. And they are actually their own printing. Uh, they are their own printer then, okay, each group is. Even though the, the system that's being set up, it gets shipped to our home group, we ship them out. There's no money uh, being built up from the other groups to us, okay? And we're not getting involved in uh, in the property of it, okay? Because it's not our property. It's the it's the, it's uh, the fellowship's property. These books, when we send them out, it's their home group's property, not ours. We're just able to be a service to make that work. You know, so we have to stay anonymous and, and have a, anonymity in that level, where there's no prestige of us being, uh, and we're not in competition with other people. You know, we're just providing a service instead for for other groups to be able to get a book at a, at a at a reasonable price book. And each time we get each time the system got messed up, uh, the book went up originally. But ever since then, the book has been going down to where we're getting closer and closer to the original price of the original book that was a staple bound book to have a better book instead. We're getting closer and closer to that now. Uh, with shipping, even okay, it's getting closer to that dollar twenty. We're now at about a, about a dollar forty to a dollar forty-five uh, a book, and maybe a little bit lower. I'm not sure yet until we get the finalization of the price of the book. But we don't get caught up in the money because we're not going to patch any money onto that. There's no profit going into our group, so we're not a business that way, and we're staying within the anonymity of that level. There, we're just transferring one place to the other to the next person. And we're not allowing personalities to affect it. And that's why when we had a group conscience, we rejected the loan. We rejected the idea that we should keep the, the book prices up so the loan gets paid off without telling anyone. Well, we made a decision we're not going to make the loan then instead when, when it turned into a loan. We had a group conscience that said, no, you can't do that. You can't uh, have a guy loan from his own business and then him loan the money to to us. That can't happen in any form. And uh, we said we're not going to allow him to take over the control of the books, where it's going to run through his business. And now we got a third business, we got a third party involved in it on top of the, everything, you know. And uh, so we had to look at all these ideals and stuff, and how to stay spiritual, how to take the high road, how not to get caught up in the conflict with all that stuff, and uh, you know, and how to keep looking forward and, and moving forward without bringing the outside issues into our group. And the only way not to bring the outside issue in was reject the loan and say, no, we're not going to do that. So we, if the groups want this to happen, the groups will make it happen and the money will come. And we'll build the stockpile up and we'll have 3,000 gray books, 5,000 baby blues on stock. You know, and that way no group will have to wait ever to get books again after that. You know, because when the stockpile gets so low, we just reorder two and four thousand. That is the way it's being set up. So we're not going to be, you know, uh, involved in any personalities, any conflict. And we're going to keep this the anonymity, and hopefully everyone else will respect the anonymity of our home group in that le in that level, and say they they are the printer, they they employed the printer, and everyone actually employs the printer. They just go through uh, a co-op system to do that. You know, and uh, it alleviates a lot of money, property, and prestige at the end. You know, and it, it 
it takes it away from the groups competing against one another instead. You know, and uh, we don't want to be in competition with other groups at that level. It's just like when, when, when you have people saying, oh, I got the best home group in the world. What's that say about another home group? Isn't that a prestigious statement? You know, the home group I belong to fits me. You know, it's no better than another home group. It just fits me. It fits my time frame. It's, I mean, I mean, it is convenient for me where where I set uh, where I set the meeting up. Okay, uh, because it's a block from my house now. Uh, but uh, you know, uh, and it basically started because uh, there was a struggling meeting there at noontime that we our home group had taken over. Okay, to to be an outreach to it. And then we started the Friday night meeting as an outreach from our home group, okay. And then I stayed here at, at the at the the outreach meeting and established that into a group instead. All right, and and now that's the strongest meeting in our little area. And uh, the way we operate is we we co-op with the other uh, two groups in our area, okay, and we support one another instead. We're not in competition with one another, but we support one another. We have one checking account. We run all our from the 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 other three meetings or two groups. We run the all the money through one checking account through the historical perspective group. Okay, but it's it's giving reports to each group on what they have in their their account instead. But it that was because of the checking account. And that's because of the IRS and stuff like that. We figured as the three groups we'd run it through. It's more like an area account than instead, but it's run by the historical perspective group. You know, and uh, we keep that at that level, and we keep their accounts separate in in reporting. This is what historical perspective group has in it. This is what uh, recovery first group has in it. This is what better weight than never group has. Okay. Uh, you know, and uh, we keep that apart in the reporting end, but it all channels through one one checking account. Uh, you know, and and there's accountability to each one of them. And it's like there's no money, property, or prestige and all that. There's no competition amongst it. There's no complaint if one group it doesn't. I mean, if one group goes in the negative, we still take care of it, okay? The financial issues of it, we still take care of the rent and stuff out of that account. You know, and, uh, you know, it, it's, not a, it's not a back and forth on and saying, well, you didn't give enough to even pay your rent. It doesn't matter, Okay. We're here to fulfill our primary purpose. What's our primary purpose? Keeping the door open, making sure a, new, a newcomer has a place to come to. And we're not. And when it's just like when we have, you know, which I'll talk about a little bit next week on the spiritual end of the financial issues and the giving issues. Okay, uh, but these are all areas we have to look at and how we're participating at the level of the group. What the group. Is is participating in how we're participating in the out with the outside world? Are we allowing egos to take over? Are we allowing personalities and money and property and prestige to to get involved with us? You know, and and that's why I like the way it's like Chubbs talked about what services they they're involved with. Okay, and that's a good level because we're not involved in any level that has money. I mean, a prop. First of all, the service body we has no form to collect money at our service end where, that we participate in. There's no property involved in that. They they don't have control of the literature. The home groups have control of the literature. So that alleviates that money, the money, the property, and the prestige at that end of it, in that service end. Uh, the service structure itself, 
the 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 trusted servants have no control and uh and that the, the groups have set up that process and people bitch sometimes well this is too slow well guess what uh you bitch when it was too fast and what what happens when we do things too fast that's where the money property and prestige gets involved when we do things too fast that's where ego gets involved and we are to seek this to be an egoless uh, uh fellowship and that's what when you have when you're egoless it means you're into the into the area of anonymity you know and uh I listened to one great tape on the steps one time and it went through ego through each step and it was just like yeah. and, it, and to me it comes down to anonymity as Greg did with uh, the sharing of the anonymity through all the traditions and then all through the steps okay it's the same thing anonymity is you know is becoming egoless becoming uh, God-centered instead of self-centered. And are we God-centered when we look at these areas and look at what we're doing and how we're interacting with one another? You know, and that's what we need to seek. How do we interact with one another in in that selfless and 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 uh, being God-centered in, in these areas? Not getting involved in these things, not endorsing, not financing. Not not the, uh, you know endorsing these other outside entities. You know, uh, someone asked me about that meeting. I said it's not Narcotics Anonymous. Real simple. Our group does not endorse that as Narcotics Anonymous. It's their their primary purpose is totally different than ours. There is it's for medically assisted treatment people. It's not for addicts to get clean. Totally abstinent from any mood changing substance or chemical. So we're not endorsing that as a as a group. Will they exist? Yes. They're just not an aid us. It's just like when someone says, "Oh, I want to do a men's retreat." That's great. Have a great time doing it. Just not Narcotics Anonymous, okay? I don't care what you do personally, okay? As a group of people together, but it's not Narcotics Anonymous. You know, uh, have I been to a men's retreat in my life? Of course. At one time, I went to a 12-step men's retreat, but it was not Narcotics Anonymous, okay? Yes, it was NA people that were involved in it, and yes, they went over the NA steps, but it wasn't Narcotics Anonymous. People said, how could you have gone there, Bill? Because it wasn't Narcotics Anonymous, and it was a basically a bunch of uh, people that were involved that I sponsored, okay, decided they wanted to do this thing. And uh, I told them, well, there's no way I would come if they put NA on it, okay? There's no way I would go if they put flyers in the meetings. Okay, if they did that, I won't attend. You know, I would not endorse it as Narcotics Anonymous in any form. You know, it was just a place where we went and we got went over the steps and left there. Okay, and it was as simple as that. And I asked him, why did you even call it a men's retreat? Because there were women there. I said, this was even I said, what were you doing? And he said, yeah, we thought about what you said. And then we I said, well, you should have got a home group to sponsor it. Then it was a 12-step retreat for Narcotics Anonymous members, okay? And, uh, and yes, my home group has participated in setting up 12-step retreats, but they were open to the whole fellowship. There was no exclusion on women, men, or whatever, okay? And that was a home group uh, thing, and we went through the steps there, and other groups come and participated with us, okay? That was was a group and we put it was sponsored by the historical perspective group or sponsored by the recovery first group 
because both of them held one already. And they were they were sponsored by that group. It was not sponsored by, endorsed by Narcotics Anonymous. It was uh, sponsored by the, and uh, we didn't put the flyers outside of our groups, okay? The flyers were announced in our group, so that our group is hosting this retreat. Anyone can come, anyone can participate. You know, and I did talk with other people and let them know, hey, you know, this is open, okay? And, uh, but, uh, you know, we didn't endorse it as a Narcotics Anonymous 12-step retreat. It was, re- it was sponsored by the Recovery First Group and sponsored by the Historical Perspective Group, Narcotics Anonymous, for Narcotics Anonymous members that chose to want to participate in a 12-step retreat. You know, and, uh, and we participated in that, and that, and there was some good benefits out of it for for our group. We worked together as a group, and that it brought our unity within the group. And there was no personalities involved, uh, you know. And it was not Narcotics Anonymous; it was a, a retreat hosted by our group, you know. And yes, we went through the steps there, and it worked out good for us. But we didn't get. We didn't endorse it as Narcotics Anonymous. It was just an event that our home group was putting on. So I, I think there's a lot of areas we could talk about in this area, but how do you keep the amenity out of it? You know, how do you keep amenity first with this stuff and not get involved in these other areas? You know, I think that's uh, the question that we should be, each group should be asking themselves. How do they avoid these pitfalls and keep amenity in the forefront of it? Thank you for allowing me to share. Thank you, Bill. Thanks, Bill. Anybody else who wanted to, to add to the discussion this week or maybe anybody who's come in uh, over the course of the, the the conference call podcast here that uh, is not here at the beginning? All right. With that, we want to thank everybody who participated. Uh Probably uh speak since the beginning to remind everybody this is uh you know, this podcast is intended for NA members and it's not an NA service, it's not put on by a home group, it's a, it's a bunch of members uh coming here giving our experience, strength and hope and and, and even opinions and uh uh you know, keep in mind that uh, this is not representative of NA or, or any even anybody's home group when we talk about our home groups. This is uh each speaker has our own experience and uh if you disagree with anything that was said here today, feel free to join in on any of these podcasts. You can go to Radio Free NA and and find out the conference call. On uh, you know, just type in Radio Free NA. Uh, that should be enough. It should direct you to the group or a, a Facebook page. It'll take you to the Yahoo group, and that's just where we park these things. It's not endorsements of those. But uh, if you disagree with anything we're saying, feel free to come and jump in on these podcasts. You can. Find out where they are at, at uh, Radio Free NA and uh, the times that uh, we, we do the conference calls and, and, and the live portion of the podcast, which is then uh, reposted on the Internet. Um, yeah, so if you disagree with anything we say, feel free to, to jump in the discussion at any point. Uh, that being said, we want to thank everybody who participated. You've been listening to Autonomous Unity on a Solidarity Autonomy Network this one, and we will see you on the next one.